Let's get started. Yesterday was Daf Yud Zayin, yeah? and today is Daf Yud Ches. And we'll get right to the review of yesterday's Daf, and then get to today's. So, where did we start off yesterday? Um, we started with Beis Hillel's opinion. We, we had seen before Beis who says that uh, basically there are three groups in the Day of Judgment, Sadikim Gemurim, Rishom Gemurim, and the Beninim, and in his opinion, the Beninim go down to Gehenim for a period of time, they daven there, they get purified there, and then they come up. That's Beishamai's view. Beishelel disagrees with this. He says anybody who's a Benini, if it, when push comes to shove and he's in the middle and he's 50-50, so Hashem basically is what we call Mate Klape Chesed. He leads in the side of kindness and he gives them a, a pass, basically. That's the idea. Um, we'll see soon exactly how that works. Okay. Or at least a little bit more insight into how that works. But, um, so, and that, he, uh, he quotes a pasuk and tell him, I have to kish my Hashem, and uh, and it says, which means that even though I'm lacking, I'm not really worthy, nevertheless, Hashem saves me. However, there's another group, the Poshi Yisrael, the Kufan, people who, Jewish people who sin with their body or the sinners of the nations of the world. So they do go to Gehenim. It's a 12-month period in Gehenim. Their body gets destroyed. Their soul is burnt and their spirits are spread out beneath the footsteps of the feet of the righteous. And he quoted a puzzle to that effect. Now that's, actually not such a bad situation. The bad situation is for the people who are the apostates, the people who are most their others, turn them over to, you know, to the their snitchers, they're the apikorsim, that uh, deny Torah, all of these people, deny tchizamisim, separate from the tzibor, put, uh, create a situation of uh, fear, on the people, on the populace, all of this group. So, um, and uh, and those that sinned and also caused others to sin, like Yerav and Benefat and his friends, they go down to Ganem and they're judged there and they're judged for generation to generation. And uh, even get, they'll outlast Gehenim. Okay, so that sounds pretty bad. Um, and that's because they destroyed the base of Mikdash. So uh, um, the, that's on who Chana was talking when he said when she said, okay, "Hashem yichatu mirivav." Okay. Now, Rabbi Yitzchok Barabin says that the people, these people, they're so blackened that their face turned like shlulik. And Rabbi says, "Let me tell you, they're my neighbors here in Mechuza. They're the Shapiri Shapiri, the very fancy people in Mechuza that are called Bnei Gehenim because that's where they belong." Okay. Now, Basilel, we saw it before, Basilel says, Rav Chesed. You turn to Chesed. How does he deal with the text that Bishami quoted? Bishami said that there's the Shlishis is placed by Aish. So it sounds like the third group is put in the fire. So, Kamer says that's talking about Poshis from Gufan, um, the people who sin with their body. I, I thought you said that there's no hope for them. That's if there's. Um, that's. So it's interesting. Here's how it works. People who are pushed from the Gufan, but their sins are only 50-50 vis-a-vis their, their merits. So then they're going to 
have to go through some period of Kehenim, and uh, but the, once it's done, they'll get purified and they'll come out. But uh, and that's who the pasuk of Vayvisi is referring to. But if they don't have the sin of Poshis Rabbagufan, so then the Rav Chesed will apply in its Matek Chesed, and that's the pasuk that David was quoting that we have from David Hamelach Avtki Yishma Hashem Talosiv Lo Yishia. So Rabbi says when the pasuk says Avtki Yishma Hashem, what is really the sentence here? So. It, Knesses Israel, the Jewish people are telling Hashem, um, when am I beloved to you? That's when, before you, that's when you hear my voices of supplication. And even though I might be lacking in mitzvahs, it would be very nice of you to help me. Okay. Next we talked about is Poshi Yisrael Begufan. What does that mean? So we said this refers to um, a, a skull that never placed tefillin on its head. That's where there, you know, there's a, a mitzvah that's done with the body that was never done. It's very interesting. Tosfos has like a uh, an interesting thing here. You know, sometimes people don't wear tefillin because they're afraid that they can't keep their body clean. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, does that mean that those people are karkafta delimanach tefillin? You know, that's that what that's talking about. It's a very strong terminology, very powerful, uh, scary idea. So he says, no, no, people who are doing it out of uh, you know, care to do the mitzvah properly with purity, that's not, that's not people. We're talking about people who are poshea, that, uh, um, and that's a story. And he says, also, if they did shuvah, that also makes a difference. But anyway, just a very fascinating Tosfos. Okay, next thing we talked about is what is mean poshi umos olam bigufan. What does that mean? So let's talk about people who are involved in promiscuity and arayos goyim. Even the, the, if we, they're disregarding that mitzvah of the Shem mitzvahs b'nei noach. Next we talked about is the. Nas- I didn't explain it. The Tosfos. You said it's interesting. I said a little bit. Yeah, no. Or the first part of it is if you study, you don't need to put film on. So now maybe because we're doing Daf Yomi a whole hour, maybe yeah, that should be a... I, I, I knew which parts to skip, and I knew which parts I know, to say. I but that's the part I, I just... That's the part you liked. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Thank okay. you, Rabbi. I said Ayn Shang. I know you did. Okay. All right. Next thing we talked about is... Um, who is it mean this Chitisa Meretz Chaim? This is a uh, person of authority in town who just puts a fear on others on the congregation, not for the sake of heaven, but just because for his own means, for his own ends. Rav Yudas and Rav, when you do that, so then he will not merit to have a child of Talmud Chacham. Um, now, well, what is the uh, what? So we've mentioned that according to Beis Hillel, Hashem is matek chesed. So what does he do? So he saw two ideas: either he pushes down on the merit side to like outweigh opposite daveros, or he lifts up daveros, so male of the mitzvahs go down, which is very interesting. And um, we saw the school of Rabbi Shmuel says that he's mavrishon that he removes the that sin and holds it off of the scale, basically. Um, and uh, the basically is that even though he holds it, the sin doesn't go away because if it's rubav, if it's not 50-50, so then he'll put it back on 
because it's anyway outweighing in the side of uh, the sin. Okay. Um, we did see that somebody who is Maver on Midoso, so Hashem uh, will, will also, in other words, Hashem does Midah connected Midah. If somebody is slighted, somebody said something not nice to you, and you let it slide, and you don't get in, you don't make a big deal about it, so Hashem says, you know what, when he slighted me, I'll also uh, take, it in, take it in stride. Um, that's the Midah connected Midah. And that's what it says. Who is Hashem Nosi Avon? To whoever, to who is over Al Pesha. Oh, by the way, I brought out those calendars for whoever wants. I don't know if you saw them. Okay. Mati, you saw the calendar? That's for you. The Naya calendar? Yeah, that's the new calendar. I brought it. Yep. It's an excellent. I got the one that. That's a different style. Different style. These are nice. They have a. Big ones. Wow. It's a good one. Right. This is uh, for the. You know, for the over fifty who need who need who need to see <laughs> Thank you very much. I should hand them out, yeah. Ooh, so no, I, I mean just because you said fifty you jump on it, huh? Okay. Makes you feel so young. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. No, it makes you feel young. I'm getting there. It's, it's very good. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah, yeah, somebody gave it to me, so I brought it. Okay. Thank you very much. I had it sitting at home for a few days till I remember oh. to bring it. Okay. Anyway. Um, that's over al pesha. Hashem carries the sin for those who are themselves over al pesha. That's how we explain the pshat. Okay, there's a story with Rav Huna Breder Rav Yeshua, who got sick and Rav Papa came visiting and he said, "So he's he's uh, he's you know we better like start you know making preparations for the grave." And um, and then he got better, and he was kind of embarrassed for Papa. He's like, oh, I, I really thought it was over. And uh, they, when they checked into it, it really was over. But Hashem told him that, look, he he goes easy on others. He's not maimid al mitosav. He's not makbid on his covet. So we won't either be. And they let him. They let it slide. Now there is a pasuk here. It says l'she'iris nachlaso. So there's a good and a bad. The good is like the fatty tail. But there's a thorn in it because it's not everybody. It's lishiris nachlaso, not lechol nachlaso. Not everybody's going to be spared come uh, the uh, the day of judgment. Only somebody who's mesim atzma kishirayim. People are humble, who make themselves as leftovers. Okay. Chopped liver. That's a chopped liver expression. Okay. So Rav Huna is a contradiction. It says on the one hand, Sadik Hashem b'chol derachav. And tzaddik means according to the letter of the law. And then it says chassid b'chol ma'asav, which sounds like he's a chassid. So which is it? So it's, it starts off as tzaddik, and it ends off as chesed. Similarly, we have other contradictions of chashem chesed, and I taught to shalim kiish kemaseu. Is it chesed or is it kemaseu? It starts off kemaseu, and then it ends off with chesed. Okay. We saw from Ilfa or Ilfi or Ilfa, also a contradiction. It says Verav Chesed, and then it says Ve'emes. It starts off as Emes. If that's uh, if it's fifty-fifty with Emes, so to lean in the side of favor, so we will will apply the Rav Chesed. Okay. Um, it says Va'yavar Hashem Apona Ve'yikras or Bichlan says if not for the fact that the pasuk said it, we would never say such a thing. That God Himself, so to speak, wrapped Himself like a like a shliach tzibur, like a like a leader of the congregation. And he showed Moshe how to pray these And he said, as long as Jewish people are sinning, if they do this, 
Yasu lefanek seder as that they should do as as this as this states, and I will forgive them, and that's what it is. Hashem, Hashem, um, this is the Yudkimol Mitzrachim. I am Hashem before people sin, and I'm Hashem after they sin and do tshuva. I just want to point out over here, this is not saying that oh you say the the magic words, then everything works, oh, everything will be great. Okay, that's not what it's saying. If you look at the words carefully, I didn't mention this yesterday, but I remember a Dvar Torah on this. It didn't say, Yomer Lefanai Seyderzeh. No. Ya'asu Lefanai Seyderzeh. That means you're internalizing these systems, these values, that Hashem is the Yud Kemal Midos. In other words, we ourselves are following the Yud Kemal Midos in our own lives. And the example given of Hashem, Hashem, I'm Hashem before, and I'm Hashem after, that means that somebody who um, wronged you, and then they ask forgiveness, and you forgive them, it should be exactly as if they never did anything wrong to you. That's part of it. So in other words, it's part of our interpersonal relationships with others, and part of internalizing these midos of Hashem in our lives. That's what it means. Yeah, so you do, you act in the, according to this this order, these and each of these, your svarim written about what do these correspond to, and basically most of it is is just you know ex, you know not um, um, not giving in to anger and controlling yourself and, and 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 behaving and being kind to others even when they're not so kind to you. These these are the attributes, so to speak, of 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 the yudkemumidos that needs to be internalized, and explains what. Uh, um, and that's the thing that these uh, Yudke Mumidos they never go back empty handed Hashem accepts it it's a covenant and that's a story next thing we talked about is Rabbi Yochanan it says that Shuvah is so powerful that it can actually tear up a decree that's already written and it's based on the Pasuk of Vishav Rafalo. so it, if, you know, if he rep- repents then Virafalo then Hashem will heal him and you can't say it's before the Gzardin because Verafalo means that he was already ill. That means that if the decree was already set, that he get should, that he should get sick, and that you'll get healed from it. Um, and that's the that's the Gemara answer. Now, um, well, there's a cash on this because we saw that it says that if somebody does tshuva between Rosh and Yom Kippur, then he'll be forgiven. But if he waits till afterwards, no matter what carbonus that he'll bring, it's not going to help. It's too late. So what's the deal? So the Gemara explains that when is it too late? Only for a yachid. But for a tzibor, it's never too late. The tzibor gets together, that can change everything. And um, now we did see an interesting kash on this also, that Hashem's eyes are on uh, Eretz Yisrael the whole time. And what does that mean? Sometimes for good and sometimes for bad. And that means like this. Sometimes we had a, we had a uh, terrible Hashanah, we weren't worthy. And Hashem said, these people, the way they're behaving, I'm not going to give them much rain. It's the whole total rain this year is going to be whatever it is, eight inches for the whole year. It's nothing. And then what happens is, is that they improve and they start behaving better. So Hashem says, I'm not going to change the decree. So it's going to be eight inches, but those eight inches is going to go very far because it's going to rain exactly in the right spots, exactly the right times, where it's needed, and, you know, that it'll make a big difference. They'll maximize the impact of the rain that's coming. And then, on the flip side, it can work. You know, we, we had an awesome Rosh Hashanah. We died, we did great, we davened so well. So Hashem said, it's going to be plentiful rains. And then, we sour our behavior. So that's when Hashem will say, look, I'm not changing how much rain is out there. But, 
and that the rain should be helpful? <laughs> I don't know about that. It's going to rain at the wrong time. It's going to rain in the wrong places. It's going to rain in, you know. And in the end, you barely got anything positive out of the rain. So that's the, um, so that's the that's the that's what it means. Now the question is, well, what do you mean when people improve? It's a zebra that's improving. Why not give more rain? What's the problem? The answer is, is that it, you know, there's no need to change a decree if you can fix it this way. So that's the difference. Okay. Um, brought us to the next case. An interesting... So God and Achashverosh are the same class. What do you mean? Achashverosh, I cannot change it. Because the what's the decree? Because it's, change it, I cannot change it. We don't change it. It's not that we cannot change it. But there's a value of not changing it. It's like okay. a bizarre to keep change it. It's a bizarre to, che- to, 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 to have to change a decree. It's like, oh, it's like, not, you know, like it's not don't taking need to make a decree seriously. Necessary. You can live with what you have. Exactly. If there's a way to work it in, so we'll work it in. If not, then we'll change it. That's the, it's a little different. Okay. And it's, a, it's a bigger process. We don't, we avoid it if we can. Okay. Next thing. We quote a pasuk. Te'elim, yorite ayam ba'aniyos. Also, malachim rayim rabim. Talking about people going into the oceans and they... And uh, and uh, there's this huge storm, and uh, the w- the waves are knocking them about like a like a drunkard, and they cry out to God in their su- in their suffering, and Hashem has, you know, shows his kindness to them. So there's a little brackets on there, and uh, that uh, it depends. Not all cries work. <laughs> if if he's, if it's before the decree, so then they'll be answered. If it's after the decree, it's not going to help them. So doesn't that imply that uh, you know it's too late after the decree? Not necessarily. Maybe the ship is like Yechidim. They're not like a seaboard. All right. There's another story about this Beluria Gioras who asks Rabbi Gamliel. Torah says Asher Lo Yisafanim. He does not forgive favor to nobody. Okay, no favoritism. And then it says Yisasham Panovelecha. We say in um, in in uh, in Birchas Kohanim. So what's the deal? So the Rabbi can't give an answer. That it's like a this parable can be compared to a king. Well, this man in front of the king, you know, promised to pay a guy all his debt that any by the and the life of the king I will pay you in this and this date. Then the date comes and goes and he didn't pay. So he asked the king forgiveness for having mentioned the king's name. So the king says, Look, I can forgive you for my part, but you better make sure that you pay up what you owe the other guy. Because I can't I can't forgive you for that. And therefore, that's what it means. That's between man and God. God is always looking to show favor. Um, but for somebody else, I'm sorry. You know, that's all, that you've got to deal with them first. You can't, I can't forgive you for what you slighted to so-and-so. Now, that's one answer. And then we saw Rabbi Giva, and he said, no. The difference is, before the Xardin and after the Xardin, before the Xardin, that's... Uh, that's uh, that's when Hashem can show favoritism, but after the Xartin, uh no more. And uh, that is where we got up to yesterday. Let's take it from here. One second.